Welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Hi, welcome back to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Hey, today, I've got a ripper episode for you today. I'm going to go through 16 key marketing lessons that I've learned from the man himself, Mr. Gary Vaynerchuk, or Gary V. Uh, this is part one of a two-part series. Uh, and firstly, why am I doing this? Well, actually, uh, someone recently asked me if I knew Gary V because they actually saw uh, a photo of me online with him. And uh, full disclosure, I met Gary at a business event in Auckland. Uh, I paid to be a VIP member uh, at that event, and I ended up meeting him and getting a photo with him. I actually got a, uh, a book, uh, one of his books called Crushing. I actually got it signed by him. Uh, so yeah, And look, after probably 14 years, uh, I've been listening, watching, and learning from Gary, uh, watching his videos, reading his books. I've got a number of his books here in, in the office. Uh, and I've been implementing his teachings. So I thought I'd share, you know, what are the 16 top lessons I've learned from Gary? Uh, look, and if you don't know who Gary is, you're in for a treat. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, or Gary V as you know, and he's an American entrepreneur, speaker, uh, author, and he really is a, probably an internet personality. Uh, I first saw him back in 2009 when I heard him talking about Wine Library TV and how he was using video to grow his, his dad's wine shop, and I thought it was fascinating. Uh, found fascinating as I learned from him uh, he actually created 180 videos uh, before anyone actually noticed and started engaging with him uh, and if you go back and watch uh, Wine Library TV he would sit there basically and he would uh, compare uh, wines he'd have three bottles of wines and he would sit there and drink the wine and it's actually pre pretty cool pretty cool show but but no one really engaged and look now he's probably more known uh, as a digital marketing social media uh, kind of expert he's the chairman of New York based uh, his communication company called Vanarex and he's a CEO of, of a number of subsidiaries of that including Vanna Media, uh, Sasha Media etc so uh, he's also, he's a New York Jets fan, uh, and he's on a mission to buy the Jets, so so he's got a, he's got a really good uh, driving goal uh, there as well, and he's obviously now a family man as well. So let's get started. Let's start off with part one, lesson one. Uh, number one lesson I learned from Gary is always be yourself. And I think it's really interesting in the marketing world, you see a lot of people out there trying to be what they're not. Uh, they probably think they should put on a showcase of who they think the world thinks they should be. Um, and, and they're out there to, to try and impress people. And look, there's two things I learned early on in my sales and marketing career. And number one is, it's more important to be interested in your customer than trying to be interesting to your customer. Uh, and there's a massive dif big difference between the two of them, right? Um, and if you want to be doing business along term, I suggest that you should be interested in your customer versus trying to be interesting to your customer. Uh, and, and really think about that because if you're interested in your customer, you'll ask them better questions. Um, you'll, you'll look at things uh, from their view a lot more than you do your own. Uh, and and two, part two of that was write like you speak. I think too many people, and we get caught up in this, uh, we just have a meeting today, we get caught up too much in the jargon, using big words to sound impressive. And look, that, that might work in the corporate world, but the fact is most businesses uh, and your customers aren't in the corporate world. Um, so when you're creating marketing material and copy, uh, I really think you should write like you speak. And here's the thing, it's easier on you and your brain, and it's easier on your customers and their brain. Uh, I learned that uh, from Donald Miller um, and, and understand standing, you know, the less calories someone has to consume while consuming your content, 
uh, the better it is for them. And remember, a confused mind never buys. So smile and be you. That's one thing I really have learned from Gary V. Uh, lesson number two. And by the way, during this podcast, I'm going to give you heaps of things that you can implement and use in your business. Okay. So lesson number two is engage with your audience on a personal level. Look, I, I remember back in the day, Gary shared his innovative strategy. It was the dollar eighty strategy. Uh, and basically it involved, you know, interacting and um, connecting with people when what they've posted on social media, likes of, um, uh, Instagram, etc. So what he would do is he'd go in and look at the, look at the top ten uh, trending hashtags for an industry. Let's say it was architecture. See, you know, he might go in and find those those top hashtags. Could be architecture life, architecture lovers, architect design, architects of in- Instagram, etc. And then he'd look at the top nine accounts. And then he'd start writing um, comments and giving his two cents on on those posts and what people have done. Um, so so nine accounts, ten hashtags, that would uh, equate to around ninety posts that he'd give his two cents on, and that would basically that's where the dollar eighty came out at. And look, it, look, make no mistake, this is a lot of work, but it highlighted to me the fact and the value in engaging in your audience. And I think that's really, really, you know, really important. Once again, it's better to be interested in your customer than trying to be interesting to them. The more you care, the more they understand that you care about them, the more, you know, they will they will care uh, and do business with you. Another good strategy that I learned recently, and this is something I've started uh, implementing, is, is the CPR strategy. Uh, basically, is comment, post, reply. So before you go and post a, a piece of content, go and reply, or sorry, go and comment on 10 different um, um, posts and, and put in 10 comments. Then post your content, and then when people uh, reply to your um, posts, make sure you reply to the comments, and make sure you reply with an open-ended question. And I think it's another way, I, I love, you know, to get involved in social media, and it's, a, and it's a great thing to do. One of the other things we do right now is running events. Um, look, they don't have to be big events, but I massive on big uh, running events you know you could be doing some lunch and learn some local seminars some local workshops no matter what business you're in you could be doing that uh, and that allows you to engage and, and have a presence in the marketplace um, with your customers okay l- lesson three this is a big one it is utilize the platforms look Make no mistake, we now live in a digital world, and it's a digital world driven by mobile. Look, and, and some people won't want to hear this, but digital's one. Um, and if you're not maximizing and utilizing the digital platforms and, and really focusing on the mobile use of those, you're going to lose. And, and this is one thing I've really learned from Gary. And, and, and look, you must use the platforms, not let the platforms use you. And I think too many people, uh, especially from a business owner's perspective, let the platforms use them. And you would have heard me say on this podcast several times, as a business owner, you must sit on the producer side of creating content, not the consumer side of consuming this content. You know, if you have to, stop, rewind, and listen to that again. Because as a business owner, there's no point you consuming content unless you're learning from it, okay? Um, You need to sit on the producer side. Because look, we live, seriously, we live in a time in history where you can take out your phone, you can record a video or a voice message, you can then advertise that video to a highly targeted audience, and within minutes, you can start getting inquiries and messages. Seriously, think about this for a second. This is nuts. You know, if you don't believe me, I actually have a client who sold millions of dollars of uh, car and vehicle finance using a simple script, an iPhone, his earbuds, and our digital marketing strategy partner system. No fancy camera, 
No fancy audio. He is just a producer on social media, not a consumer. So here's the thing. What are you waiting for? There's never been a better time to get started. And by the way, if you want some help with that, you know what to do. Send me a message, 021-891-934, and let's connect and have a conversation. Right, lesson number four, consistent content creation. I love Gary. He talks about everything is quality, and I really believe this too. Look, Sorry, everything is quantity. I really believe this too. Gary is a massive believer that most people use the social media platforms wrong. You know, most people think social media platforms should look like art. And what does my grid like look like? And all this sort of other rubbish. Um, he actually uses pretty strong language um, when it comes to this. But hey, this is a family show, so I won't go there. But look, he basically says no one cares. You know, it is about quantity. You know, and I really believe, look, at the end of the day, these are social media platforms. These are media platforms. You should create content at scale that gives context to the problems and the solutions that your customer has or wants. I really believe that. The only and this is the thing I've learned over time about social about creating content. It's really time consuming. And look, I've spoken to enough people in seminars now and and people say the same things time and time again. They don't know how to do it. It's too confusing. We don't know what to say, how to say it, how do we get people to engage? And look, I believe unless you have frameworks then it will be really, really hard for you to create content. So I thought, I thought I'd share our video influence um, content framework. Okay, this is a real simple framework, but very, very powerful framework. So I want to give you this uh, framework, and I'm going to go over it with you uh, and, and share a property management example. Okay, so this framework can consists of one theme, property managers, okay, or property management, three core messages and 10 hot topics, okay, so the example is, the theme is property management, right, the three core messages could be getting your, uh, becoming rental ready, okay, uh, selecting a, a property manager is, is, core, is theme number, uh, core message number two, and running the numbers is core message number three, okay, so you've got your three core messages that you want to get out in the marketplace, now I'm going to give you 10 hot topics, so let's look at rental ready, Okay, first hot hot topic number one is frequently asked questions. Okay, so what is a pro as a property manager? What is one frequently asked question you get all the time about from a landlord about getting your property their property rental ready? Okay, you shoot one one question one video. Okay. Number two is a should ask question. What is a should ask question? You look, you're an expert. You're a property manager and you are an expert. When it comes to getting properties rental ready, what is a question? that a landlord should be asking you. This is allows you to, by answering this question, it allows you to position yourself as the expert in the marketplace, okay? Too many people, number three, are getting uh, testimonial reviews and they're not reading them out, okay? Use video and read your testimonials out. Number four is customer service. What actually happens next? This is a hot topic, you know? What can people expect when they engage in, in your services as a property manager when it comes to getting rental ready? Okay, number five is share a quick tip. Okay, people love quick tips and insights. Okay, so share when it comes to getting rental ready, um, how you could do that. Number f number six is an industry myth. Number seven is a common mistake. Number eight is a personal story. Number nine is a local focus. And number 10 is what you love. Look, any business can take this framework and then create content from it. You know, it's really simple. One theme, three core messages, 10 hot topics. You spin that, you create that, you have 30 video topics that you can create. It is a beautiful way to create content. It's a framework. 
and it allows you to create content at speed. We've become really, really good at this. So by the way, if you want some help with this, reach out to me because I love talking to people through this content uh, framework. It's very, very good and we can add to it, we can grow it and we can create your content at speed. And by the way, we offer a service now where we, you know, take you through the strategy. We help you write the scripts. We help you, well, we actually film the video for you. We edit the videos for you and then we distribute the videos for you. Okay, so lesson number five from, I learned from Gary V is you must leverage video marketing. If you get nothing else from this podcast, then listen to this. You must leverage video marketing. Look, the biggest thing I learned from Gary about video marketing is, is to detach from the outcome uh, and just shoot the videos and record the videos. Um, look, so many people, and look, Gary said it, you know, he shot over 180 videos before people started to take notice on Wine Library TV. You know, 180 videos, just look at the context of that. And then one day, you know, he starts getting feedback. Uh, and then one day it starts to go through the roof and sales start happening, right? Sadly, here's the thing. Here's the thing I know. Most people can't do this. You know, they find it hard because they need instant, instant for gratification or someone says something about one of their videos. So they start second guessing themselves. Look, I know from experience, I know because I got gray hair, no one actually cares, you know, no one is actually thinking you're a bad person by you creating videos, you know, you just need to get out of your own way. So what if you get some bad feedback? It doesn't, it, look, it, you need, I always think of this, when I'm creating video, I'm, I'm turning up for that one person. I never worry about the people that don't turn up. I always worry that I'm creating content for that one person. I'm looking to help that one person. You know, sadly, most, most people, they quit this, right? And, and they quit after their first or second video and they steal from themselves the ability to have an impact on people. Because here's the thing, you know, I've learned as well that there's two types of people when it comes to consuming your content. Uh, and I've learned this about people and I've learned this about marketing and there's quantity people and there's quality people. And look, the quality people, they need to see one or two videos. The quantity people, they need to see five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten videos. And, and it's your job to create those videos because you don't know, um, they're both great people and you probably always want to do business with both of them, but they need to see a different level of, of your videos, you know, and I experienced this time and time, you know, and that led me to create this formula, which you would have heard me say a number of times, consistency of message plus frequency of reach to create relevancy, consistency of message, one theme, three core messages, 10 hot topics. Okay. Frequency of reach, advertise, advertise, advertise. Relevancy. Look, the more relevant you are, the more sales you make. Make no mistake, this is the real deal when it comes to the modern world of marketing. And, and I thought I'd just give you three, three keys to shooting a video. Look, and I said before, you know, you can get away with it, but I really believe you should have good quality audio. Um, number two, you should have good lighting. Natural lighting works best, but otherwise get some soft lights if you're shooting some, some videos. And then number three, you want to use hooks in your openings of your videos, not your name, rank, or title. You know, what I mean by a hook? It's a good question. You know, some people, you know, a hook is to get some people get people interested in your video to start with. Let's use property management as an example, right? Most property managers, and I know this because I've gone and had a look, uh, use this when they start the video. Hi, my name's Kevin John from XYZ Property Management Company. I've been helping property um, investors since 2012. 
blah, 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 blah. You know, that's how they start their videos. But here's the thing. A hook would go, would go like this. Here's five valuable lessons I learned from renting out 158 properties in the Christchurch area. Can you feel the difference there? Straight away, if I'm if I'm a if I'm a landlord and I'm looking to find a property manager or or I'm looking for some information, can you see which video gives me more value straight away? You know, I want to learn from someone who's rented out 158 properties in the Christchurch area. I want to know those five lessons. I don't actually care about his name or that he's a property manager and that he's been helping property landlords since 2012. It means nothing to me yet, okay? So stop using that in your videos and start using those hooks because it can make a lot of difference. Look, we live we live in the, the real game we are in now is the attention game, okay? Um, and attention is the real money, okay? So you must get attention, and you only have a short period of time to do that. So start using hooks. Lesson number six, I learned from Gary Vee. He's an expert at this. In fact, I think he's quite famous for this. You know, you must stay ahead of the trends. You know, Gary is very good at picking the trends. He has his finger on the pulse. He sees where a trend is going, and I love that about him. You know, he's invested a lot of money in companies, and he's made a lot of money from investing in those companies early simply because he saw where the trend was going. You know, and, I, and I'm sure he's backed a few, you know, that didn't go so well, maybe like musically and all that sort of stuff. But generally, he's way ahead of the game. And, and that's what I love about him. I love, I love listening to him because he is thinking about where the puck is going, not where the puck is being, right? Look, at, and, and for me, um, getting ahead of the game has been traveling overseas. You know, you know, recently I would have, I came back from Miami, um, but but I've I've taken some time to travel uh, to some of the biggest marketing conferences in the world. And I remember going to one trip in 2017. I went to the Traffic and Convergence Summit in San Diego, and there was a young lady called Molly Pittman up there on the stage, and was talking. She was talking about this marketing thing called messenger marketing, uh, and this specific piece of software called ManyChat. And look, fast forward one month, I came back from the seminar uh, to that conference, and we were using it to help our clients uh, build their databases and and create sales within one month. You know, so so we were ahead of that trend when it comes to uh, implementing that in, into the New Zealand market. Look, fast forward six years though, and we're still using it to generate sales. You know, and recently uh, we helped Kaiser Brugard and win best market establishment in New Zealand. One of the key components to our digital marketing uh, campaign is messenger marketing for them. You know, we drive people into Kaiser. Uh, and we know this because we track everything and we track the sales. You know, one particular offer from using messenger marketing gets people in that door for under $3. And those same people spend on average $62 per visit. Make no mistake, it really pays to be ahead of the trends. And that's why I would travel anywhere uh, and learn from the experts to stay ahead of those trends. Right, lesson number seven is embrace failure and learn. This is a good one because, look, as young people growing up, we were taught that failing wasn't great, right? Um, in fact, failing was was seen as a weakness. Um, and I know now that the, actually the opposite is true. Um, but our school system is set up that it, in a way that, you know, failure is bad. But, but really, um, I think one of the things I've learned from Gary is sometimes you just need to give yourself permission to succeed. Uh, and that it's okay to fail. Um, and, and the key to failure is to learn and keep going. Uh, and that's something I've learned as, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. It's actually okay uh, as long as you learn from it and you keep moving forward. And I think most people quit too early. 
Uh, and that's okay, you know, as long as it's not you, all right? Um, and one of the biggest lessons for me um, when I was when I first started out marketing and working with clients, uh, but it turned into a real super uh, positive experience, and I've shared this a number of times before, was learning that that marketing fails at the weakest link. And I remember working uh, with an engineering firm and we were doing direct mail and we kind of had a system down and we knew um, the responses they should be getting and how they should be getting them. And I remember having a meeting in the team and we're talking about this campaign that we're going to be doing. And we talked about a key part, who was going to be calling um, the people once the direct mail had turned up, etc. Uh, and we knew from our timings, etc., when the when it would all be going. And the receptionist said she would do it. And I think she, she said she'd do it because she didn't want everyone else had a job uh, inside that campaign and she didn't really have one. Um, and we were like, yep, cool, you can do it. And we gave her scripts and we gave everything that she needed to do that um, and calling back. You know, and fast forward like five weeks later, uh, we're not getting the responses that we thought we should be getting. Um, and so we, we called a meeting and we you know, figured out what was going on. And, and what we found out is the lady wasn't making any of those calls. She didn't actually want to call anyone. She was scared of calling people uh, and, and it wasn't really uh, a thing that in her job role that she didn't really want to do. Um, and, and so... You know that was on us. You know we were the market. We were the we were the weakest link in that marketing system, uh, because we let that happen. You know we should have brought our person in who does the calling. You know um, because marketing failed at the weakest link, and I think that's a good thing, right? We learned we learned from that, and we you know embraced our failure. Um, and since then, we've, that's never happened again, right? Because we we basically solved that. All right, lesson number eight experiment and innovate. I love this from Gary Vee. Look, but there's a quote, there's a famous quote by Peter Drucker, and he's a famous management consultant. Um, and he says, the purpose of a business is to create a customer. Uh, a business enterprise has two and only two basic function, functions, and that's marketing and innovation. Marketing and innovation produce results and all the rest are costs. <laughs> now, look, as a marketer, I totally agree with Peter Drucker, and so does Gary. And I think we live, you know, we live in a world today where you must be prepared to give things a go and you must be prepared to let the marketplace tell you uh, if you're right or wrong. And I think I think too many business owners get caught up in their own bias uh, and because of that, they stop experimenting, they stop innovating. Uh, and I think one area that right now that you need to look at in your business and innovate is artificial intelligence. You know, uh, you may have heard me before talk about this on the podcast, but I really believe right now uh, you should be making your AI your five hundred dollar an hour marketing assistant, right, or, or assistant, business assistant. Um, because here's the thing: at Digital Influence, we're running a five uh, five hundred dollar an hour challenge. You know, where I've put I will put five hundred dollars into the end of Christmas bonus pool for for all of us for every hour we save using AI. You know, and just this morning, one of the team announced that they had found a tool that can save us probably two hours when it comes to uh, Google Ads and the high volume accounts that we have. Um, some of the big accounts that we have have you know 70, 80 campaigns inside them with with hundreds of keywords, uh, and we're finding ways we can use AI to help us streamline that. Um, so, so when, you know, and now the cool thing about this, um, he's now going and documenting the process. Uh, he's going to be giving a two minute presentation and showcasing how he saved that out. And I think that's a beautiful thing right now. 
This is a time to to experiment and innovate. You must be having your conversations with your teams uh, about AI, uh, and I think that's a great place to start. Look to see how you can save one hour, one hour um, from from what you're doing. So so that would be a great place to start. And really, you must innovate now. Innovate or die, as Peter Drucker does say as well. Right, just to recap, um, and, and I'll go through what's going to be happening in part two. Lesson number one was be yourself always. Lesson number two was engaging your audience on a personal level. Lesson number three was utilize the platforms. Lesson four was consistent content creation. I gave you uh, our framework. If you want some help with that, feel free. Just text me 021-891-934. We can have a discussion. We can see how we can get it working for you. Lesson five was leverage video marketing. Never been a better time. Get out that phone. Start recording. Lesson number six is stay ahead of the trends. Lesson seven, embrace failure. And lesson eight, experiment and innovate. And look, part two, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some really gold nuggets as well. Uh, lesson like we're gonna go through lesson nine, be customer focused. Lesson ten, we'll talk about network uh, and networking and building relationships. Lesson eleven, we'll talk about providing value, not just sales. This is a really I give you some really good tips in this one. Uh, lesson twelve is embrace the hustle. Now look. Gary V talks a lot about hustle. I've got a different take on this and I want to share my view on it as well. Uh, lesson 13 is maintain a work-life balance. This is something I've really seen from Gary recently. Uh, lesson number four is leadership and team building. He's got some great content out around leadership and team building. So we're going to develop and talk into that. Uh, lesson five is de- develop a growth mindset. Um, and there's some things there specifically that I learned from Gary that I'm going to be sharing. And lesson um, 16 is have a big mission. Uh, you're going to really enjoy that, and you'll see why sometimes um, maybe you stop um, and catch yourself there for a second. I'm going to show you how Gary pushes through that and how you can too. Look, as usual, I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback. I love be, I love getting emails. I love getting texts about from people listening to the podcast. It really does uh, make this, you know, producing this content worth it. So, so please, please let me know. Um, and and also, you know, hey, invite other listeners to subscribe. Subscribe yourself. Leave us a review if you can. I really, really appreciate that. Follow us on social media. And anyway, as always, if if you need help, you know. Um, send me a text 021-891-934 and I look forward to having a conversation on how we can help you look next week I'm excited we're sending out our 52nd episode that means we've been going for one year um, so I'm going to celebrate that victory. I've got Cam- Campbell Parker from Kaiser Brewgarden coming on the podcast. I've actually recorded it. It's an awesome interview. Uh, it's packed with award-winning business gold. So you're really, really going to enjoy, enjoy that. But hey, guys and girls, I really appreciate you being here. Uh, the reason I do this these podcasts is because I want to help business owners grow and I want to help uh, you prosper. So um, hopefully you've taken some lessons from today. You've learned some things. And if you have, um, you know, shoot me a message. All right, guys. Thanks for your time. Uh, Till next time, have fun and take action. Hi, Scholson here again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Marketing for Business podcast. Uh, We really appreciate you taking the time to listen and we hope that you learned a lot from today's episode. Uh, If you could be so kind as to rate and share the podcast with your other business friends and colleagues, that'd be awesome. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, why don't you head over to our website, www.getdigitalinfluence.com. Uh, where we've got a whole bunch of other amazing interviews with business owners. Thanks for your time and have a great day.